grounded. Recently, I taught a class on behavioural economics. One of the discussion groups tackled this important issue. We have a triple burden of malnutrition together with other forms of undernutrition, including stunting and wasting, micronutrient deficiencies, along with overweight and obesity. How do we take action to prevent and manage childhood overweight and obesity? They thoughtfully address this societal problem, taking into consideration status quo bias, which they defined as a cognitive bias where people prefer that things stay the same or prefer to not make any action to make a change. They either stick to a previous decision or they do nothing to make a change. This is caused by four things, my students said. First point, preference stability. If they change their preferences often or not. Next, selection difficulty. How many choices are there and how difficult is it to compare the value between them? Third, cost of change. The perceived risks or costs of switching. And finally, anticipated regret and blame. There is less regret of blame with sticking to the status quo. So the team's response. They said people are already used to their own food habits. They are less likely to switch to a nutritional alternative since the costs and risks might be too much for the value being offered. Instead, they believe that staying the path is the best possible decision for them. There's less risk involved and they already feel it's safe. What do we do to address this? Communicate to them that their current position is a loss on its own. Create a campaign that effectively frames the act of not choosing as a risky and unsustainable alternative. For instance, eating unhealthily might be, pre might be a pre-existing habit that is difficult to overcome, but if we paint that situation as unsustainable, then they're more likely to change their behaviours. We then introduce a new choice for them to make by changing their perception of their current situation as a loss on its own. It increases the perceived value of the change we want to encourage, which is healthy eating and exercise habits by framing it as a gain. I applaud their considered views. Which got me thinking about why we buy products connected to place, people and past. Why there's comfort in the status quo. Researching this phenomenon for a future TBS program, it's interesting to note current trends suggest we are seeking products that are local, manufactured by real people and traditional, reminding us of our childhood. In support of this point, many of you will be aware of Etsy, the online marketplace for handcrafted products, who reported in 2020 global sales of US dollars 10.3 billion and 81.9 million users. Against a backdrop of globalisation, digitisation and a penchant for technology and innovation, people are feeling they have lost their emotional moorings. There's an intensive need to feel grounded by being associated with brands that do just that or buying products that connect us to place, people and past. A study found respondents were happy to pay 60% more for a bar of soap packaged as an artisan brand than for a traditional industrial one, as they felt more anchored, more secure. Lush, the cosmetics retailer, underscores this research.
Or get this, the other day, my 92-year-old mum told me she felt comforted using lemons from a neighbour's backyard tree for a delicious lemon tart she baked, then, then buying them at a supermarket. At her age, with disappearing sight, familiarity feels better. True for us all. If you get the chance, if the product or assignment is factual, authentic, I encourage you to consider grounded approach to marketing communication. It's likely customers will act more positively. Again, only if it's real, maybe dial up the local origins, the farmer's name, or the traditional store feel. Have a great day.